I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Charlie Kelly. And this is Joe Breeze, and you're listening to Wheel Suckers Broadcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> so let's do it again. <laughs> Welcome to Wheel Suckers! Brought to you by Look Mum No Hands and the London Bike Kitchen. Look Mum No Hands is a cycle cafe bar workshop. 49 Old Street, London. We serve coffee, bikes and beer and food. And what do you do, London Bike Kitchen? London Bike Kitchen is a do-it-together bike workshop where we teach you how to fix your own bike through classes, drop-in sessions and our women and gender variant wag night. My name is Alex, I'm your captain. I look after social media marketing and events at Look Mum No Hands, and I'm joined by... Your stoker, (laughs) Jenny, the director at London Bike Kitchen. And we're riding together on this tandem podcast. We're going navigating... We're on a a flat at the moment, but we might encounter a hill and then a very windy decline. I feel like we've been going up a hill because it's been a really long time since we've met. Yeah, we're rusty. The bike needed a little dust off. We had to check the route before we started. Mm, We started arguing over which way we're supposed to go. We didn't speak to each other for a couple weeks. Now, we're getting back into that tandem vibe. I feel like we're riding in sync now. Mm. I'm actually going to go up a gear. All right. Let's get into it. What have you been up to? So it's been a while. Um, big thing that pops into my mind is I did the done run for the second time in my life. And this time when I did it, I didn't say afterwards, I'm never doing this again. Ooh, so that's progress. Why is that? I don't know. I think I just, again, progress on year on year, doing better every time. Uh, it's not even marginal gains, though, l- is it? It's just actual gains. Uh, no, no, no. Definitely not actual gains. Not okay. even marginal gains because the time, my timing was the same. I made the mistake of deciding that it was a good idea to stay up as late as possible the night before to try to reset my circadian rhythms. And so I stayed up until 4 a.m., but still woke up at 8. And so I only had four hours of sleep, and then I had to go to work. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, that wasn't helpful. And then, so next year, definitely not going to do that. Um, Next year, definitely not going to work the day of the done run Mm -hmm. and definitely going to take a nap at like 3 p.m. Nap attack. Yeah. Good technique. Yeah. Yeah, most people I talk to, they're like, ugh, ugh, I'll never do it again. I've never actually done it because I'm lazy. It was great. I I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm already planning for next year. But yeah, afterwards, you just turn into a zombie. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's part of the fun, I think. Yeah. I think people like doing these, like, intense, long things. Yeah. Why else would you do it? Suffer fest. Oh, I went for a ten-minute ride around the park. <laughs> no one gives a shit about that. <laughs> well, I was really well-rested afterwards. Yeah. It's just, it's so fun, because there's just hordes of people riding, and especially leaving London Fields. It's just bikes have taken over. Yeah, I think that's what I would want to experience. It was because so cool. It's like not really an official organised ride either, really. No. It's a bunch of people all agreed to do it yeah. at this time. And there's something really magical about that. But don't people put candles out? And There were the occasional um, electric candles that weren't very clear. To They were there to signpost where a major turn was, but we were lucky we had some GPS. But that's such a nice concept. Everybody knowing you're going to go do this thing. Yeah. Everybody and everyone's there. in it together. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's a zombie together and it's great. Is it for charity though? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were some there were some close calls on the road. There were definitely some cars that came way too close and you're wondering why are they driving this fast at 4 a.m. on mm. a Saturday night. Mm. And I think someone did get hit towards the beginning somewhere in Epping. Do think there was one year where someone was actually killed? Wow! Um, yeah, so that shit's real. But for the most part, it's absolutely wonderful. Totally love it. Everyone should do it. It's not a race. It's actual bike oh, fun. Heaven forbid, do a race. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, my rear derailleur went. I did a bad shift on a hill. I was, you know, tired, and my rear derailleur went into my back wheel and broke a spoke. Whoa. So it threw off the tension on my back wheel, and I even disconnected my back brake, and it still didn't work, and I was so tired that I said, fuck it, and the brake was dragging against the rim. Wow. And the person I was with, I was like, leave me. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Go, save yourself. Just leave. Uh... He, He was really nice. He was like, no, we're going, we're going to the beach. We're going to make it. And I was like, fine. And I couldn't be bothered to take the brake off. So I just pedaled the last, I think, I don't Jenny, know, 10 miles woman. with the brake on my back. Just wheel. leave. I love when you're like, just leave it. It's actually worse for me, but leave it. <laughs> Dunrun yeah. makes you do strange things. Yeah, it's great. Do it. Do it. It's How about okay. you? What's what's going on in I kind of lost. I kind of lost my mind at the end of the Tour de France. If any of you follow us on Twitter... I'm sure you saw, we didn't do every day, but we would do rider results, competitions, and we did bets for bikes with <laughs> cycling betting, which was just a mad thing. The mad, One of the maddest things I've done. Whose idea was that? It was kind of, we worked with, it's called Ian, he's a great chap. We worked with him last year. Last year he gave us like silly punts for the Tour de France, so on the day of the stage he would be like, oh, this is quite a good person to bet on because they would win this, or I recommend but putting some money on this, and they were just silly, fun punts. And then, Who is so, this person? Did he just magically appear one Yeah, day? he has a Twitter account. He runs a website called Cycling Betting, and he specialises in betting on cycling. <laughs> he knows all the odds. He knows, like, way too many stats about all the cyclists. Mm. And so he does a membership offer where you pay, and he'll send you, like, the latest kind of tips on what to bet on and knows all the odds and knows all like the best payouts does he do this for women cycling as well no so he only does it for men he should get together with sarah Sarah. him and sarah could make a load of money men's and women's sarah oh my god (laughs) we found a new career for you (laughs) and so what he would do is 
he would send me two matchups, two cyclists in a stage matchup. So will this cyclist beat this cyclist? Mm. And we would then put it to a Twitter poll. I would then bet actual money on the the cyclist that got the most bets. So I was kind of gambling via Twitter. That's so exciting. Man, we lost a lot. Uh, I will admit one day I was too hungover to bet. We <laughs> missed one of the bets. The idea was it's like a rolling thing. Oh, so we were doing it every day. And then one day I was like, woke up at like 12, like, oh, hey, buddy, I'm sorry. I went out last night. And he's like, you've missed it. And we missed it. And then it all kind of was like a knock-on effect. And then we oh, just no. lost a few. And then... One, we bet quite a lot and we lost. So so for the most part, you lost. We mostly lost. So, And it was quite fun because I don't use bet. I don't really bet. So I had to use bet365 for this. And I was just a bit like, oh, that's weird. I'm just this? like getting free money when I get it right. And then Is you're that like, what Ian recommended using? He's yeah. Like, so they have a cycling section on bet365. Can you believe it? Wow. Yeah. I've learned some weird stuff. About gambling. You can bet on anything, can't you? Pretty much. It's super fun. All the different things you can bet on for the Tour de France. It was pretty wild. Like, like so what? many different things. Like who to win outright, who to win this stage. I didn't want to look too much because I didn't want to get into it. I was a bit like, this is like, fun. I, I could go down this hole. The concept was we would raise money for the Quebec charity that Team Dementia Data ride for. They uh, get bikes and ship them out to Africa and support teaching people how to ride bikes and fix bikes and all good around charity a bike for them is to buy a bike is 390 pounds i think and we're up at so but we currently have 237 pounds but so we're going to try and gamble that to get enough money to get to get a bike for the charity so yeah we're not going to do anything with this money until we've won enough to give it for a bike cool and i love to be like hi charity here's our dirty dirty gambling money <laughs> dirty bike gambling money take so, it <laughs> take it take it it's burning so, a hole in my pocket that's what i've been up to doing a whole weird and it was quite hard i mean we put a blog post up about it and we did the bet for bike twitter poll things but i didn't really make it particularly explicit online what it actually what we were actually doing because i don't think it pays off until we actually win the money because mm. no one really cares about you losing like losing was quite funny but you couldn't really share that and that wasn't anything people can kind of get on board with. Yeah. But when you're like, yeah. hey, we bet on cycling and we won and we gave it to charity. That's cool. So at the moment we're just in this you're little bit of limbo. Next... Yeah, so we're just waiting for the next rides, for the next races to bet on. What next races? The Vuelta would be the next. The Vuelta. The Vuelta starts on the 19th of August. Are you just going to start betting now? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's on a side note, but the Women's Tour of Norway probably gonna do a rider results with sarah for that cool so pick she'll pick a rider she'll explain why they're interesting you tell us where they'll come in the race you can win a prize so much fun yeah i had so many people after we did those competitions like thank you so much i mean yes we did give you prizes Mm. but they were like it was such a fun competition yeah it was really nice it's really easy to get involved as well yeah because i think i hate competitions that have a high yeah you just need to be on twitter and you just need to pick a number and that's it that's it I like low entry competitions that are kind of inclusive, but also they were like introducing you to riders that maybe you wouldn't have known about. So domestiques. Yeah, baby. Every domestique (laughs) has its day. Now we're going to talk about some stuff that's going on at the moment. I don't Mm. even know. Should we? I don't know if it's still going on. No. Me and Jenny want to have a quick chat about, I think for us it's useful and maybe you'll enjoy listening in. It's us actually just kind of getting our head around something that happened on Twitter. Uh, if you follow us or you're aware or not, off-road.cc, 
wrote an article about this event. It was an Enduro Maiden event. Great was, name, by the way. Enduro Maiden. That's actually Air really Maiden. cool. And it was about the race categories. So they had, it had three categories. You had 16 to 21 was Enduro Babies. Less than three races were Enduro Virgins. More than three races were Enduro Whores. And aged over 30 were Enduro Cougars. So it's four categories. So there were four. No one talked about the babies. We got nothing wrong with babies, maybe, but we were highlighted to the fact that this race had the names virgins, whores, and cougars. Which are typically used uh, to slander women, still to this day. They're derogatory terms. They were, but maybe, in our opinion, still are. <laughs> yeah. And so that was where the issue began. It was highlighted to our attention. Uh, me jumping on the Lip Woman Hands account, shared some other people that highlighted it to my attention, Laura Scott highlighted it to me i saw laura laker yeah, made laura some laker comments about well. it and so i sent them an email i thought i was me, shocked by it yeah i was pretty uh, shocked and then unimpressed and then a bit confused mm. and so i decided to contact them and say i think you need to be careful like what words you use and what power they have and maybe we will transcend the meaning of these words at some point in the future but at the moment for me i still find them offensive and I said, I'm happy to talk about this more at length, but I felt at this moment in time I should tell you I wasn't happy about this. And so I then tweeted, I've sent them an email saying this, maybe if you feel the same way you should too, because we, from all the things that we've encountered over time about highlighting this bullshit, sometimes I feel the best thing you can do is say, hey, I don't like this. Yeah, you have to speak up. How would they know otherwise? Because So then I was linked to their Facebook group with some of the writers that had been in that event. And I guess it was pretty shocking to me that they were all like, oh, I don't mind those words. Or they, they love it. They were like, ha, it's kind of well, funny. It's funny. I, I am a whore. I haven't been a whore before and now I am. Or oh, it's funny that I'm a whore, you know. So we kind of just wanted to talk about this. Yeah, I think I'm still processing it, to be honest. I'm, I, My knee-jerk reaction was just shock and confusion. I think most of the women involved in this event I mean in the picture they're all white middle class women so perhaps they I think we talked about this as well they think it's exciting I um, thought it was funny there was a people some people like ha, I can't believe they're offended by this yeah yeah and it's like well these words are still being used uh, I don't know if they hang out on Twitter but <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> the, had it in the streets too yeah yeah women are still subjected to threats of violence using these very words um and i think perhaps they think they're reclaiming it but don't think they did it in the right way and i i my thing was like okay you're using uh the name of the event is based on iron maiden obviously which was a tool of medieval torture great in which case, you're really missing a trick. You could have gone with medieval descriptions of women, of fallen women, harlot, wench, woman of ill repute. I don't know. There's there's so many other categories that hag, could have gone no, with. Hag, no. Hag is a very... Well, yeah, that's your cougar, right? Yeah. I think <laughs> what I wanted to... What struck with me as well was those words are sexually focused as well. Mm. Gendered and sexually focused. So if you want to reclaim... Well, I just don't... Why would you want to reclaim those words? Let those words go and let them be. I don't feel like I need those words in my life. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm like, ha, 
really happy to be called a whore. Let that word go. Let's use new words. Because my thoughts were noob, uh, race lubber, you know, like hotshot. Because I looked up like veteran, the word veteran in the thesaurus, and then it had hotshot under there. And I just thought that was kind of cute. I was like, hey, I'm a hotshot. It was like, why did they have to be gendered? Like, why couldn't they have just been funny, silly words to describe? It was really unimaginative. They're words to describe your level of commitment to something. And your experience. The other thing is the whole inside joke, outside joke thing. Whereas inside joke, I remember, you know, you call, I'd call my friends girls, but that's an internal thing. If I want to call my friends bitches, then I do. But if anyone else, that's not. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. An external announcement to the rest of the world that... Yeah, because this was the thought I had was, you're allowed to use words to define yourself, and you can define yourself however you want. I'm a bitch. I'm fat. I'm a whore. I'm a slut. I'm a whore. But when you decide to name a group of people, when you decide to claim what a large group of people are called without their consent, Mm -hmm. but they paid and agreed... There, I think there's an issue because you haven't allowed other people to outline whether they were happy with it or not. Yeah. And, and some of the people in the Facebook group were like, I briefly went through this Facebook group and they were like, I actually wasn't that happy with the terminology used. A few people said that, but when you want to do a race and you had to pay and sign up, you're allowing those words to be used for a large group of people. And they probably felt pressured into just accepting it. And when someone's paid and they turn up and did do the race... They haven't spoken up. Maybe they didn't agree with it, but they wanted to do the race. Maybe they really wanted to race. That's food, our thoughts food about it. For thought. If you saw this, if you have thoughts about it, you know, I'm keen to talk about it. I sent them an email. I haven't heard back yet, but I'm really happy to discuss this. What I think the point I want to end on is I got some aggression that I did this, that I said contact them, and I was not saying harass them. I was not saying, oh my God, you fucking Send idiots. Them I fucking hate you. I was saying... I want to start a conversation and I would like to just highlight I'm not happy with this and from my experience now the best thing I've learned to do when I'm not happy with something is to just say something and that's what I'm trying to do here is I just thought it'd be the right thing to do to say I don't think this is good I don't think it is useful 
I wasn't saying I don't think that race wasn't useful and I don't knock anything that Endura Maiden are doing. I think that's good, but you could just work on your terminology. Let's all work together to make stuff better. And I think we can always be better. And I think it's really refreshing sometimes when you make a mistake, which I've done, you mm-hmm. raise your hand and you say, I made a mistake. Let's work make together to make this better. Yeah. And you are going to offend people with things that you do. And you should always in your life respect, even if one person is offended. That's really important. Because if one person is offended, that's enough. And that should make you think about the words you're using and what you're doing. There you go. Do you want to talk about Transcontinental? I haven't been keeping up to date with it, so maybe you could tell me what's been happening. So yeah, currently, Transcontinental is underway. Unfortunately, I have not been dot-watching because I've actually been doing work. But I follow Emily, and I really enjoy her posts. Um, she's always posting about her food, which is great. That's the best part of... It's almost like an empty plate for me sometimes, I see. <laughs> it's like, she's licked it clean. Yeah, that's the best part of riding these kinds of rides, I think. It's just, you get to eat as much as you want. I don't care about counting calories. Like, I just want to stuff my face. Yeah. So I really like Emily's posts about how she'll have second and third breakfast. <laughs> I did see the one where she ordered the same thing again and she yeah. had the waiter looked to her funny and I was like, yes. Sad news is that someone was killed uh, towards the beginning of the ride. was um, involved in a collision, a fatal collision with a vehicle. And yeah, so these races are not without their dangers. And a lot of the riders have now changed their routes because of this to avoid main roads Mm. and to use a lot of bridleways instead, which I think is amazing. And definitely part of this type of a race is being able to be um, flexible and adapt to different conditions and still consider your safety instead of going hell for leather because you know that shit's real best of luck to emily and all the other riders it's kind of a memorial race for mike who passed away it's great that his his memory lives on let's talk about what we have coming up i'm very excited to announce that you are finally allowed to date jenny and me (laughs) and for your ease of comfort it will be at the same time and we can all be on our bikes very excited to announce we actually launched it this week. We are hosting actual cycle speed dating where you can date people on your bike. Yay! It's going to be on the Sunday 13th of August at our Look Mum No Hands London Bridge pop-up. It's down by London Bridge. It's next to HMS Belfast. It's from 2pm. We're going to go for a one and a half hour bike ride where you can have the opportunity to chat to people. Chat with us. Chat with us! <laughs> super fun and cool! And then we go back to the pop-up and all have a pint together. So I'll put a link below, buy some tickets, come on a date with us. Hell yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Other just quick things I've got coming up at Lip Mono Hands is Cycle Hack. It's based on a kind of like techie coder hackathon vibe where everybody gets together for a weekend and they use this opportunity, no distractions, 24 hours or sometimes more, to work on something together and I found with like computer game hacks, like people have made a really amazing games because they've just had this opportunity where they've not been distracted and been with other people and they've produced something really good. So cycle hack is based on that model, but for cycling. So you, whatever talents you have, they could be absolutely anything. You can maybe think you don't have any talents. As long as you're a cyclist, get together, you're put into teams and then you work 
to fix a problem or to solve an issue or to produce something. So people have made products that benefit cycling. People have come up with ideas for infrastructure. Basically, you can just come up with anything that you think might benefit cycling. So we're doing a taster night for any of you who maybe still can't get that concept or understand how it works. You can come and meet the people. You can come and see the different things that were produced at previous cycle hacks. So it's on Tuesday, the 8th of August, 7pm. It's free. You can just sign up online, come down and find out what the hell it is. Uh-huh. And then we're doing a bike jumble on Sunday. <laughs> bike jumble! So on Facebook we're like, what do you mean by informal? And I was like, well, it depends on who comes and what they have to sell. And they were like, so I don't have to wear a bow tie, like a formal bike jumble? Did somebody actually say that? Yeah, and I was like, oh, uh, I was like, okay, so the formal one you have to pay. Wow, the wow, formal one wow. you have to book your table and you have to wear a bow tie and we serve bubbles, all right? <laughs> It made me really laugh. I love when people are like, why have you used that word? And it's like, oh, for God's sake. It's all come back around. <sighs> They're doing it to me. <laughs> what have you got coming up, Jenny? My birthday. Woo! <laughs> My birthday You can this send week. all presents to you. What's your address? Uh, t- London Bike Kitchen is at 28 Whitmore Road. Postcode is N15QA. Flowers are good. Everybody please, likes flowers. Please do not send me clothing with a bicycle on it. I have enough of it. <laughs> or if you want to send me actual bike parts um, or bike bags, because uh, at the end of the month, I'm going bike packing in Burgundy for my birthday. BBB. Um, so, yeah, I need bike camping stuff. Please send it over. Knives. Uh, knives? Yeah, knives are good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jenny was scratching her face and she was like yeah knives are good <laughs> can't knock a good knife I was like what flowers or knives actually you could just do a really nice flower arrangement of knives Jenny yeah. would really appreciate yeah, that yeah yeah so practical I love it, it smells good <laughs> oh it cut my nose it smells sharp <laughs> yeah so if anyone's got any tips on how to sleep on the ferry from New Haven to Dieppe. It's all fully booked, so I'm going to be able to sleep on the floor or in a chair. And I'm a really light sleeper. And if anyone's got any tips other than, like, definitely eye mask, earplugs. Yeah. Yeah. If there's some really good earplugs out there or something. You need, like, noise cancellation. Know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and drugs. If drugs, anyone's got any drugs. Alco- yeah, I was like, alcohol and drugs. Yeah. But the thing is, I have to be up at 5 a.m. to write, so I don't want to get totally wasted. Yeah, it's hard because so, it's normally or, on or off, innit? Or, you know, done run was practice, and I just ride for 172 kilometers with no sleep. sleep. I've done it before. Sleep when you're dead, <laughs> I guess. Uh, this was going to be a how do you sleep on a ferry <laughs> segment. segment where Jenny wants your advice. How do you knock yourself out for four hours but then are able to wake back up to cycle? Yeah. Send your answers into us via a digital postcard. And now Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. We've got loads of classes. Oh, classes, yeah. What classes do you have? Everything, all the classes. Um, Where can I find them on your website? (laughs) You can find them on our website, which is lbk.org.uk. Nelson is back, and he's going to be teaching our touring maintenance and bearing systems classes, which were on hiatus because he was gone riding the Oregon Timber Trail. God damn you, Nelson. I know, right? Um, We got walkie-talkies in the workshop, which I'm really (laughs) excited about, and we all have our own call signs now. Jenny, what's your call sign? (laughs) My call sign is Mama Cat. I love that meow. Tim. Don't no, don't say the person's name. Just, oh, sorry. Just say 
The cool side. We've also got Grumplestiltskin. <laughs> Go on. And uh, Floaty Blanket. I love that. <laughs> and that's all. Ah, yeah, please send your own in via your digital <laughs> postcard. And in September, we've got WAGFest coming up. Actually, this is super exciting. Yeah, Sunday, the 3rd of September, we're at the Feminist Library. Library? <laughs> library. We're at the Feminist Library with Ellie Blue. And we're going to be doing a workshop. The day is going to be focused on activism, creating space for people who are not generally involved or welcome in the cycling world. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to have a workshop. We might do some yoga. Yeah, it's going to be really good. And then Ellie Blue is going to do a talk at Le Monde Hands the mm-hmm. following day. The following day. Yeah. So I'll put a link below. And then, so now we're going to lead on to some veterans, some hotshots, some cougars <laughs> of the cycling world. We also had the pleasure of hanging out with Charlie, Charlie Kelly, Kelly and, and Joe Breeze. Breeze. If you don't know those names... They were the founders, the creators, if you will, of the mountain bike. Basically, the mountain bike, what we know today. These dudes came up with that concept. Yeah. They were literally trailblazing. Yeah. That word is them. That's them. Like, you imagine some dude scraping down a hill on a half-built weird bike. Like, (laughs) that was them. That's what they did. And so... They were so cool. They came and did a talk. Yeah, they came and did a talk. I didn't film that one. I'm sorry. They're selling a book. You can buy the book. It's called Fat Fat Tire Tire Flyer. Flyer. It's basically that talk that they did. It's in a book form and it's beautiful, stunning 70s imagery and their kind of history of how how it came to be and what they did. So I'd recommend checking that out if you're interested in mountain bikes and you're interested in how people can form and shape things into what it is today. And so we had the pleasure of discovering in a they, slightly drunken state. Of, well, we mentioned to them, we have a podcast and we read uh, Richard. And they were like, oh, we know Richard. <laughs> they knew Richard. They knew him. <laughs> That's so awesome. So cool. And then and we found one at Look Mom No Hands. We're like stumbling around because I hadn't brought the book with me. I didn't bring the microphone with me. We weren't prepared. No. And we were like, oh, wait, we have a Richard book with us and fumbled through and there was a section on mountain bikes with a section written by Joe Breeze in talking about <laughs> talking about mountain biking and they were so amused Charlie read the passage so if you listen to our podcast if you haven't before hi welcome if you have before hey friend we read from Richard's bicycle book a manual of bicycle maintenance and, and enjoyment, enjoyment. And it's a book written in the 70s, and we found that some of the points highlighted in this book are still relevant today. And so, yeah, we've got a special treat for you this week that Charlie Kelly's going to read a section of that book, and he's going to read it for you now! The mountain bike is an invention which is changing the world. It is the cycling equivalent of a Land Rover with strong wheels and tires, very wide range gear ratios, and mega powerful brakes. There have always been bikes for hard work and rough roads. Bikes were important in the development of wilderness areas such as the Australian Outback and Alaska, and most of the third world relies heavily on bikes for transport. But the bikes were and are very heavy. The vital difference with mountain bikes is that they are made with the lightweight alloys and components generated by BMX technology and the boom in adult sports bikes. The result is a machine that is both lightweight and incredibly tough. It is everything a bike should be. Other than for road racing, if you are to have only one bike, 
then a mountain bike is has to be the main contender. Nothing else on two wheels is so useful, so versatile, and so much fun. Those guys are the best. They were the coolest dudes. <laughs> they reminded me of my dad. I was like, thank you, mountain bike granddads. Thank you. Total... Californian old man. Cool. They told me about what was it? Wombats, women of mountain bikes, and tea. Can we start that? Because I was like, I need to speak to them. <laughs> Do they exist? Well, yeah. So that was some of the women that hung out with that them. When Wendy, I can't remember. Yeah, last they name. set a group up called Wombats. Women oh of fuck yeah! Bikes I want to start tea. Wombats. Yeah. So I was like, Ugh. so yeah. If anybody else knows anything about it, I need to look into it. Research. We need to ask them. Really, if you like what we do. Do you know somebody that listens to podcasts? Do you think maybe they would like our podcast? We are going to task you with your secret mission this week, the Wheel Suckers podcast mission. Send, give, report our show to one other person that might like our podcast. We need your help to spread our wonderful work. <laughs> like a virus. Yes. <laughs> It always comes back. <laughs> Can't get rid of us now. <laughs> Please help us infect your friends. And you can tweet about us. We have a hashtag, hashtag we also this podcast. Put the links below. You can follow us on our personal accounts, our public work, work accounts. accounts. And you can like, subscribe, share. We're on iTunes and we're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. That's right. So do those things. We're going to see you next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.